the future. So cool, right? All of those amazing new innovations that are going to make life even better. Like, okay, wouldn't it be great if your car could change color to match your mood? Oh, wait, no, to match your outfit. Ooh, I think I would like that. Buick is thinking about the future every day. A future built around you with super smart Buick EVs that can make your life even better. And soothing spa-like interiors that can leave you feeling relaxed and refreshed. Wait, is that eucalyptus? Oh, believe me, the future smells incredible. And it's all out there waiting. So let's go to the future together. Wanna go? Join us at buick.com slash future. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gerard Farrelly. And I'm Maeve Kavanagh. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Agony Rants. Rants. That was impressive. <laughs> I know. Your face. We weren't even looking at each other. I know, it just happened. We were just like, do you know what? I, I just think the day is coming, Maeve, where we're going to do like Wilson Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> That'll just be close the next harmonies. Thing. Oh, darling! Someday somebody's gonna make you want to run. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Very glad to see you. Yeah, it's wonderful to be I here. I know it's always nice. Now we've had a day. Oh, we have. we've had a day. <laughs> I started by spilling something down the front of my t-shirt, and I was doing that thing you do where you go into the toilet and um, you know put the soap on it and then blow dry it under the hairdryer and then I realised the place I was in they only had paper towels so then I had to close my coat thankfully I was wearing a coat so I was like oh my god so in this day and age did you do that? I'd say you were one step from do you know who I am? Yes I was nearly like demanding somebody come in and breathe upon it anyway so and then I rushed in here and had my coat closed and all and ran into the loo and then just basically took the t-shirt off and put it under but it doesn't look any better to be fair it looks great Neve. yeah this is better it does look it's yeah. great <laughs> don't look too close we put a microphone the way yeah. it's grand absolutely grand <laughs> also we were not nominated for best comedy podcast at the Irish Podcast Awards yeah we can't win everything can't win everything, Road. Very upset. No, don't be upset. I'm really upset. I swear to God. Like I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm. You know, Neve did talk me down. She came in like we had a cup of coffee. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she picked me up off the floor. I'm no longer, you know, phoning in a bomb scare than I the awards. No. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> we have a little perspective, but you know, we're winners with our listeners. If this is the worst thing that's happened since you lost in 2010. <laughs> oh, I didn't lose, and I just didn't win. <laughs> See, this is why we're friends. This is the perspective. I didn't lose. If I'd lost, I'd have been terrible. I wasn't terrible. You were incredible. I was incredible in a purple dress. When I cry, it's for the long. Okay, maybe that's stunning. No, absolutely. Yeah, maybe. I took it a bit more seriously. Took that very high. It was very high. You started in a place I couldn't go. Um, Anyway, because I've been singing all weekend, so uh, I'm now kind of fairly in my Bonnie Tyler kind of husky voice kind of style at the minute. So. Oh, well, speaking of Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Oh, I went really? to... <laughs> I didn't even know we were going to speak about her. She just came to mind. What a link. <laughs> Our topic this week is festivals, right? Oh. And I went to a festival. Like now, And you know just me, one. I'm not a festival person. No, nor I. That's no. why we're such good friends. I have to say, <laughs> the idea of showing up with the same group of people and staying for a whole weekend, oh. like that's just a night out. 
like protracted that over a whole when weekend. To yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, no. No, no. I've never been a fan, but I did. I went to like an old man festival. Um, which was an 80s festival. It oh. was Forever Young. Now, I have to say, right, in my defence. Okay. Is there a defence? A, a lot of them were before my time. Dave, have you ever heard of Hue and Cry? Yes, of course. They're I brilliant. never heard of them. Yeah, they were brilliant in their day. Oh my God, he's still brilliant. Oh, okay. He's absolutely brilliant. I, I thoroughly enjoyed him. Yeah, I remember Hue and Cry. I was just at the front feeling like I was 15 because everyone around me was fit to die. Uh, like you, that's the thing about that festival what they're going to have to start doing is they're going to have to start bringing in the 90s acts well because A people are getting too old and B basically the 80s acts won't be able to make it exactly I mean I think like I give Hashtag it five, R.I.P. might happen soon I think five years time now they're going to have like it's going to be like the airport you know where you, there's a place where you can pick up a body <laughs> <laughs> it's go go left for the food court and go right if you're collecting remains. Uh, yeah, but then I some of my favourite people are in the 80s, you know. Yeah, like who? Who's your favourite? Well, my very first concert I went to see was Nick Kershaw. He was not, he was very good. In the National Stadium. He was small, but he was energetic. That was, there's a tree by yeah, a river by exactly. a oh, hole wouldn't in it the... be good yeah, yeah. to be on your side? All of those things. He was fab. I won't let the sun go yes. down. Yes, 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 yes. But more importantly, he wrote the big one, which was... The one and only. I am the one and only. And Chesney was there. Oh, was he? Chesney, is he looking well? Chesney's Chesney? looking very well. To me, Chesney's like five, is he? <laughs> Still, you know, in my head. He, he looks like he could pass for... like. As my brother always says about me, you could pass for somebody in your early 20s, or sorry, in your early 30s that that, that really hit it hard in their 20s. It's, well, when my brother said that was a great compliment. Yeah. And I, saw, I was like, I see where you're going. I'll take like, it. Like, it's, it's my eye bags. You see, I've got terrible eye bags. And you know what's going to happen? I'm going to turn 50 and I'm going to have a career playing drug dealers. That's what's going to happen. That's I what's could be your happen. ma. <laughs> By then, I'll definitely look like your ma. Um, what was I going to say? Um, you you were just about to ask me. I feel that you're going to ask me. Oh well, well, before I do, Chesney. Oh Chesney, tell me about Chesney. Neve, I have to say, I was at the front for Chesney. Now he did a Prince cover, "Purple Rain." He played <gasps> "Purple Rain." Oh, brilliant! And he did. He, obviously, he did the one and only. And I swear to God, Neve, he looks fine. He's wearing a pair of sprayed-on jeans. Oh, he hangs to the left. <laughs> I'm just going to take that in for a minute because I know I, I look. Ex- I was exactly the same name. But then I look at him. Almighty. I don't know how old Chesney Hawks is, but in my head, he's still like 15. But you know, I so reckon... it feels wrong to be thinking of him. You know, <laughs> well, <he laughs> hanging to the be... left. <laughs> he must be late 40s. Oh, he probably is. I'm Easy. Not, yeah. But I mean, he I feel like looks... I need to go on. <laughs> Life has been good. Can I check him. it up? Can Do I check, check it? I'm going to check, check it. how old. See he is. what age he is. I know. Because <laughs> if if we're not doing it, everybody on who's listening to this podcast is currently doing it. He looks, I couldn't believe it. Like, it's like time stood still. Now, I did interview him a couple of years ago. Did you? Yeah. Okay. And he was ve- very nice. Now, I have to say, lovely okay. person. Oh. Um, but, oh my God, he's such a great performer. He's 50. And is he? It's all it says here. He's 50. Well, I swear to God now he would pass for at least 10 years after. Yeah, but how far back were you? <laughs> I, mean, I, was pretty, like, I was pretty close. I'm not, I'm not taking <laughs> I mean, away from him. Like Based what? on my previous observation, I think it's fair to say I was quite close. 
He wasn't waggling anything at the camera. Chesney, if you ever want to come and be on our show, we'd be more than oh, happy to have you. I'd love to have you. Ooh, yeah. I'm just looking at a picture of him. I shouldn't be online when we're talking. But see, that's, hello. that's a recent photograph too. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, would no, there she is. She's mid-flash now. <laughs> <laughs> The menopause is not kind. <laughs> We're going to stop and hose her down. <laughs> well, now. Anyway, moving swiftly what on. What we were going to talk about was, yes. would you consider doing an 80s album, Eve? An 80s album? As in, like, I, go, feel like, like, I feel like it's an unexplored area. Of is your it like set. Back to the Future? Do you do you want me to go back and like? Would you would you would record you... one in the eighties or <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this now? <laughs> would you would you re, would you do like a, an eighties like pick pick a I, selection? I feel, I feel like it's like the one area that you haven't. Uh, you see, that's not true because obviously, when back in the eighties, I was in a band, a dance band, and we did eighty songs. So I did all the big hits from then. Go on. Yes, I did. Pump up the jam. Pump it Nate, up. I, I would give anything to see you oh, do it, pump up the jam. It was a moment. I really in cycling shorts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We used to do three in a row. Uh, pump up the jam and then right on time. And then the other one was. Um, <gasps> right on time. And another Technotronic song, which I can't remember. This but beat we, is. This yeah. beat is. <laughs> This beat is technotronic. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but there was no breathing in those songs because obviously they were recorded ah. in such a way. So I had the three songs in, in quick succession, which is the way we used to perform them. And nearly always straight after we did Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. And the sweat used to run down my face because I was quite energetic back then. And, you know, down my back. And then you, the worst bit is when you feel it kind of going down the middle of your back. <laughs> Whilst you're singing, it's been seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> she cried on the video, but my back is you crying. Were <laughs> but I, I've done them. You name it. I want to dance oh with somebody. I did them all. I, when I first joined the dance band, we did mostly Kylie and Jason, but I moved them on quite a bit. So we did things like Soul to Soul and, you know, and all of that. You know, ask it. I did it. And the 80s are back also back in that Kylie and Jason are back in Neighbours. I heard. I can't wait. Now we're I back together. To, yeah. I'm so excited. Neighbours that I loved Neighbours. Oh my you? God, I loved it so much. Do you know, funny enough, I've never seen it as such. Now, don't get me wrong. I know I used to read about it every day in the paper. So I kept on top of what was happening. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I was so across I, it, but it wasn't for me. <laughs> no, but it wasn't that. I just didn't have any time to watch. I didn't watch TV well, for was, about 10 it, years. It, it was on at an odd time. Like, because it was, was it not was lunchtime? It six and lunchtime and then yeah, six o'clock. Yeah. Uh, no, I, it, every day they used to do a synopsis of all the soaps in the newspaper and I used to read it so that I could actually have conversations with people about I'll it. never forget the trauma when Daphne died. Do okay. Yeah. Her last words were I love you, Clarky. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Promise me, right? <laughs> Promise me if you're ever in that position <laughs> make them your last words for me, will you? <laughs> If you're ever telling me to back off. I mean, I'm not asking you to die. I'm just asking you, if you're done with me, just say it like that. I love you, Clarky. <laughs> and poor Jess Clark. Oh, God, love him. And that poor actor, he couldn't cry. He couldn't. <laughs> it was awful. Did you... 
And I wouldn't mind it. Poor Daphne, like, she'd three weeks of lying there beeping. Like, she. <laughs> but listen, she's probably on a daily race. Fair play. Daphne, she was a good looking girl, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. She was quite good looking. She was a good looking girl. Yeah. I, you know, I saw photos of them. <laughs> <laughs> I had a brief moment of watching Corrie, I think, for a bit. But I used to know all of them. And then if there was a lot of names I didn't recognise, I'd maybe have a little look in to see what they were, what they looked like. This is pre, like, internet. You had to have extra You had special, to read the TV guide. Extra special skills to actually get to that level of, you know, thing. I put the effort in to get on with my co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> because they all talked about soaps on the break so I used to kind of ah you know so it was for water cooler chat it was kind of water cooler chat but more coffee doc chat as I would call it where you'd go and have a coffee with your mates or with the people that you worked in and so they'd all be talking about did you see this or they'd talk about it. and I had no clue what they were talking about so I just kept on top of the soaps I don't just know that it, to talk about. do you think it, do you think there's still the water cooler conversation now no I don't think it's no it's not about soaps anymore I'd say it's about Netflix or abuse what are you scandals. watching on Netflix or Bridgerton? <laughs> like, because even back then, I remember we didn't have BBC. We only had RT1, RT2 for years. It's, like, really? I swear to God, that's, you, <laughs> it's a big world out there. <laughs> uh, and I remember to watch Scott and Charlene's wedding. Oh, it was a big day? Uh, it was a big day. I watched it in one of my friends' house. But would you, <laughs> did you get snacks in? Special um, I Australian think, I think, I think snacks? We, I think we had, uh, remember those little Dunn's pizzas? You know, like the little roundy ones. Yeah, I think we had them. <laughs> but his mother had made them that morning and we had to microwave him. He was a latchkey kid. It would break oh, your heart. <laughs> you were so kind to him. Giving him your company to watch Scott and Charlene. And you didn't know back then, did you? No. <laughs> I, I felt that that might be a big indicator. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it was great. And then they had, the, do you remember the guy that sang, Suddenly you're hearing me. <laughs> <laughs> That no, was brilliant. <laughs> Do you not remember that? I didn't. It was Scott and Charlene's wedding song. His, his name was Angry Anderson. He's, he's, he's like Angry Anderson. Angry Anderson. He's one song. Like I don't think he's ever been heard of again. <laughs> but it was the moment that Scott and Charlene finally kissed. Oh, oh it, was, it was proper oh, snog. Very romantic. It was back in the days. Love it. Back in the days of dreams. <laughs> yeah, my my other half is going to a festival this weekend. <laughs> this will tell you what festivals are in our house, right? Okay. He has been preparing for three weeks. Okay. You know, he is the tent out. He, like, he's he's ready to go. Oh, he's proper. I'm, yeah. He's going on Friday. He'll <laughs> be there until, I think, Monday. Okay, so. I am playing at the festival. So I have, like, I have a free pass to be there. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. Five minutes before 20 minutes gig. before I'm due on stage <laughs> so I can show my face and be on time. And I am leaving the Straight second after. I step off the stage. So my question now is, if that's happening, right, why is your partner going? He's going with his friends. Okay. Yeah, he'll come to see the gig. I'm sure, well, he'll say. Maybe. He'll say, he'll say, yeah, that was great. And I was like, thanks very much. Do you want to get a Coke? And I'll say, no, I'm going. <laughs> but like. You'll have the boba bath going already. The boots have it ready. Exactly, I mean, look. I know. You and Boots will have a bit of quality time. Exactly. Me, Boots, Bubble Bath, a book. So where's this festival this weekend? Um, It's all together now. It's in Waterford. Nice. Yeah, so I'm playing the comedy tent. Oh. Um, Well, I I hardly thought it was going to be the rock tent. (laughs) Just down to do a bit of spoken word. (laughs) That's how you know it's a festival. There's always somebody you've vaguely heard of in a tent talking about their struggle. Oh. (laughs) 
It would be a struggle for me to go to a festival, I have to tell you. I am not a big fan. I love watching Glastonbury every year, but I love the fact that I can flick this. I don't have to walk to the stage amongst stuff. I mean, like I remember years ago, I went to Oxygen, right? And the Ox- I can't remember what one it was, but I know the Sugar Babes were playing at it. And the Sugar <laughs> Babes had had a row oh. because one of them wouldn't do the choreography. <laughs> And the other one was trying to make up for the fact that two of them were clearly not interacting at all. <laughs> so there was this other bubbly one on the end who was like, oh, it's great to be here. Yeah. And, and then she... But, and she was she was in great form until she uh, she hit herself in the mouth with the microphone and chipped oh. her tooth. Oh, and I was no. just like, sugar babes. <laughs> get it together. Get it together. <laughs> Hashtag keep it together, man. And I, I, I didn't go... That was the only festival I think I went to. And then years later, I went to... I, I was doing a gig at Electric Picnic. It was just after I started going out with my other half. And he was all into it. Okay. And like, you know, we were like madly in love. And I was like, this is my life now. I'll go to, te- I'll go to, to like festivals with him. Yeah. And then I got to the festival. And I was like, I want him dead. No, <laughs> I love you, but I don't love this. <laughs> now, he's very prepared. Like, I remember that at that, that festival there's this moment that sticks in my memory right okay we went to a burger thing we were getting a burger and we we're getting a drink yeah and they put two bottles of coke down and they took the caps off because they don't lay the caps mm-hmm. we walked away with our coke he handed me a cap a bottle cap <gasps> that he brought with him <gasps> that and is a life thought, hack come back to the tent <laughs> come on <laughs> I've never been so aroused in my <laughs> life. There's nothing like a man that's prepared. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, wow. he's the one. <laughs> I'd love to like them, but oh, I no. just don't. Oh no, I really a enjoy. A day is lovely. Yeah, I enjoy them. As in, I'm sitting at home at Glastonbury, my mate's at it, and I'm texting her going, what stage yet? And then I go and watch the same concert as her. She's happy because she's in the mire. I'm happy because I'm <laughs> sitting at home dancing There's about. The Chinese on the way. <laughs> yes. You know, they can, I can live with this. You know, that's okay. I like, I'm, I'm, I'm weird about crowds though, right? I don't like crowds around me because I don't like to be out of control. As you know, we, we've discussed this issue I have yes, before. Yes, we have. My, my control issue. I need to be in control of what's going on around me. I, I, I recognise that I can't be, but the point is, I don't knowingly put myself in situations <laughs> if I can help it. You You'd know. love Forever Young because people... there's nobody at the front. <laughs> like at the front, there's just like a handful of people. For, this is for most all, of the, the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And then at the to the midpoint, you can have deck chairs. Oh, and that is absolutely rammed. rammed. And woe <laughs> betide you if you stand up in the deck chair area. Oh. <laughs> I bet you there's no flags or umbrellas in the deck a wo- chair A woman area. shouted at me. She's like, excuse me, we can't see, sit down. I was like, you're not at the cinema. Was Chesney like, on? <laughs> there's some administration. Because we were technically entered in the Irish podcast once, Oh, okay. What happens? What's the administration? There is a listener's choice and our listeners can vote for us <laughs> if they would like to fix a wrong <laughs> by going on Irish podcasts <laughs> awards, whatever. I'm not oh giving up. The, uh, why should I promote that event Garage! after we've been shunned? <laughs> let it go. <laughs> let it go. So, let it go. If you do, if you would like us, if you would like us to, like, 
received something. I mean, just so, I just I just I mean, you've won loads. I've never won anything, me. That's not I just, true. Oh, I haven't. I saw you won that raffle. <laughs> So don't ever tell me Every you haven't so won often, anything. No, I haven't won anything good. I want you want an award. The acknowledgement of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to clap. People clap you all the time. What the hell is wrong? With you? Ah, but that's worth clapping for. This yeah. is like. Do you want one of mine? You can have one of mine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is so passionate. I have them boxes. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I have them in boxes everywhere. Which one would you like? I have the sports and social. <laughs> the AIB sports and social personality. That's like a clock. AIB sports and social personality. I won it in 93. <laughs> the year you won the Eurovision. Amazing. The sports and social <laughs> personality of the, the year. life and soul. That would be me. I also won the uh, Sunday Independent uh, Woman of the Year. I won all on a 93. <laughs> All 93. I've won very little since. But that year I won a lot of random awards. <laughs> I have them around the house. Bits and pieces. Well, I, I actually have very few of them out. <laughs> Most of them are in boxes because they're bits of crystal with my name on it. And I'm a bit embarrassed by them. <laughs> Wonderful to have them. I don't mean that. But, you yeah, know, just, just it's a bit weird having lots of things with your name around the house. I wouldn't know, Nave. Yeah, we have a few bills. That'll do. <laughs> Well, all I'm saying is... I'm already if, designing if our, it. If our listeners want to write it wrong... Okay. The listener's choice. Listener's choice. Okay, I'm the Last time I mentioned it. No, it's not. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I mention it every How long do they have? Up. How long do they have to vote? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked up. I feel a tightness in my chest every time I think about it. <laughs> I think we're a very funny podcast, Nate. We are. There's no other Eurovision winner stroke... Uh, Edinburgh Comedy Absolutely. Festival Absolutely Nominee No I wasn't nominated for that either <laughs> Egregiously ignored Yeah but You know Who's going to check Listen. Every so often they'll do that They'll do that like um, When they're talking about me You know In the instruction they'll say An award winning comedian and, <laughs> Award winning Award award, award winning award, <laughs> I like, never won anything I remember one time doing a gig in I think it was Limerick on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> it said um, something like one of those like once upon a time a comic comes along like once in a generation and oh. blah 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 and it was attributed to I think it was Hot Press or something. I read that and was like oh my god that's amazing. I had no idea somebody <laughs> said that about me. And then I said to the promoter I was like what, what, what was that in? What article was it? He was like oh, I just made it up otherwise it doesn't sell. <laughs> it's just like you can't you can't do that. Yeah, sure you can. <laughs> sure you can. Nobody checks. <laughs> they have the attention span of a nut. <laughs> attention, Agony Rants listeners. I am going to be going on tour later on in the year and early next year with my show Glamour Hammer. And I will be going all around Ireland and the UK. The dates on sale at the moment are Port Leash, Dundalk, Limerick, which is sold out, Galway, Belfast, Clonakilty, Waterford, Wexford, Sligo, Cork. Uh, I'll be at the Everyman in January. Uh, my Liberty Hall shows are sold out but we've just put on a Vicker Street which is very much not sold out so <laughs> not just yet so come along we'd love to see you there how do I get tickets Carol? you can get tickets me by asking me I know <laughs> but all of those other people they can buy them on <laughs> 
So what we did was, as usual, uh, we said we were going to talk about festivals and we asked mm. for your stories of festivals. And I'm going to read my favourite one There's now. been a couple of essays. I know, but this one I love because it's short and sweet, but this. it's amazing. <laughs> this is why I love our listeners. I know. It's, Take it away. It says, uh, so Mary, Mary says, so selfish, really. Um, I also can't believe I got away with it. Did it at two festivals. Years ago, I went to a festival and brought a padlock and had my own portaloo for the whole weekend. <laughs> I, I'm kind of in love with you, Mary. <laughs> you are my kind of girl. That's absolute genius. Isn't it? I never would have thought about it. It's like up there with the, ca- the bottle cap, isn't it? It's brilliant. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. So you'd be straight home to your, yeah. your man and tell him, won't you? I will, yeah. You're, I mean, right. to be honest with you, if he did, like, I mean, he wouldn't do something like that because he's very much rules. Oh, like me? Yeah, he would have gone over and given her a lecture. He's a me. I'd have high-fived her and said, listen, I won't tell anyone if I can use it as well. Yeah, Give me no. the second key. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Mary. Mary. Lorraine says... I have a funny festival one, simply because of how ridiculous it was and how, 15 years later, I still laugh at my own stupidity. (laughs) Myself and a group of friends used to go to Oxygen every year and prided ourselves on knowing all the tricks like taking disposable barbecues and portable showers to keep in the car. Portable showers? Portable showers. That's very advanced. It's not a hose. (laughs) Could be a big bottle, to be fair. Portable showers? (laughs) Yeah, they're a thing. Usually for dogs, to be fair, but yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> One year I came up with the genius idea of buying the hydro backpack that cyclists use. They have a little straw at the shoulder, so they're easy to drink from. On the Love wet this. Lorraine. Lorraine. Well done. I mixed up a batch of Bacardi <laughs> at In the, the car, car. And off I headed to the main stage. <laughs> it's a decent walk and it had rained for two weeks, so the ground was awful. And by the time I got to the top of the hill, I was wrecked. I went to get a drink and unbeknownst to me, the pressure of having a fizzy drink in my backpack <laughs> had built up. So as soon as I opened the straw, it exploded all <laughs> over my face and I ended up drenched in Bacardi and Diet Coke and also fell on my arse in the mud. You couldn't fucking ride it. Well, you just did. <laughs> you, you, just did. <laughs> you just did, right? And actually, you know, that's hilarious. I tell you, slightly warm too, I'd say. I know. Like, After that exertion. I can't imagine wearing what the thing you're going to drink. <laughs> it's like, I, I... I still think you probably drank it anyway. <laughs> I, 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 absolutely. I'd say once the top was off, she let, it, <laughs> she let it run out, but I'd say she didn't waste a drop. I know. Uh, it's interesting when you see those things that are first, you know, athletes just being completely abused by people that are down on the piss. <laughs> people least likely to run a marathon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rory says, we were talking today about Electric Picnic Disaster maybe 17 years ago. I somehow lost my ticket between the car and the gate. That is a, something I would do. Oh, really? No question. Well, not nowadays because <laughs> it'd be on your phone. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, is it not? No, they give you a ticket and then they give you a band. And uh, Oh. Uh, friend had driven me up from work, so he was in full suit looking like a suit wanker. <laughs> okay, we know where this email is going anyway. <laughs> oh, how beautifully put. Thanks, Rory. Uh, Eventually smuggled in by somehow exchanging a wristband with a girl with a friend's girlfriend after two hours of hell. Yeah. Friday night, just in, I said I was tired going for one drink and I was going to bed. Really wanted to visit all the food stands first. My friend was murderous with me. Friday night, so they had to stop at midnight. So friend literally got an hour and one drink before closing. Oh my God. Tell me that Why they're was for he that? only going there for one day? I don't know. He told me to look after the tent 
and bedding. I so failed, they were staying. I failed to put up the tent, neglected to notice the mats needed to be inflated. Oh, you're in trouble here. Oh, see, it's the work. On one drink. No matter how much you love somebody, I guarantee you, put a tent up with them. Or <laughs> try and inflate an airbed. Yeah. Well, unless you get those. One of my friends has one. What's it called? A yawn. A yawn? Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's something very funny that happened with it. But he... <laughs> That's a they're yawn. Great. They're, they're like, I think they're like a, a thing you plug in and the bed just pops up. Oh. Oh, they're brilliant. Uh, he spent the night sleeping on hard ground in the foyer of a friend's tent, listening to me snoring stuff to the gills with three different takeaways. We left at 7.30 in the morning and it was a very frosty ride back to Tralee. Still made him visibly angry on our yearly meetup in the Hinch 17 years later. <laughs> Gordon is my friend's name and we call him Monica because he does not suffer fools and there's a better plan. Do you know what? Gordon, like... <laughs> I'm with you, Gordon. I'm sorry. He didn't put the tent up. You didn't get to see what you wanted to do. And I like if, a plan. But I if, like a plan. If Gordon is such a Monica... Why isn't he putting up the tent? Well, not why is he putting up the tent. Why is he allowing them go to a festival for one night and leave at half seven the next I know, morning? I don't know what that's about. I have a feeling that even though it's been 17 years, I have two more minorish fuck-ups left before our friendship is terminated. <laughs> <laughs> Wettest electric picnic in history. So beside my snor- besides my snoring, he had constant drops on the face as the whole place was being whipped by wind as only an Irish summer can deliver. Rory sounds like an absolute disaster. And <laughs> I can say this because he does sound like me. Yeah. You say absolute, if I if I just stay at a festival, that's what I, that's what I'm like. Yeah, because you're you're not. Yeah, and add to that, it's <laughs> whinging. I become so whingy when I have to do something I don't want to do. Do you? Oh yeah. Like oh, we go back to oh, we might as well go back to the tent, I suppose, for sleeping outside. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't we? Oh, yeah, wild animals coming in sniffing us. Oh yeah, all oh, right, go on, we go back to the tent. Fine. Oh, you're not enjoying yourself, are you? Not? <laughs> I'm an absolute tree to be around. <laughs> and three days later, you're still wearing the band. <laughs> I know. And the other thing is, you know, you can accidentally tighten them. Oh. Oh, my God. You accidentally tighten them and then you can't loosen them. Oh, it's terrible. I remember the first year I did Electric Picnic, they they were like, oh, you can have VIP camping. Oh. It was like fantastic. So they were like the showers and everything. I was like, you want to see it, me? Was it? <laughs> like, Are you it's not what you thought VIP was. Me? Why? This is VIP. <laughs> I'm sorry, as, like the closest camping I will go is a Premier Inn. <laughs> That's as low as the bar is these You're days. You're so precious. No. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm just not doing it. Absolutely not. We're stopping for a moment to remind you that we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show, you can pledge as little as five euro a month and in return, you will get bonus content from us and from all other shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network, including this one. The show we are cross-promoting this week is Double Love. If you have ever read the Sweet Valley High books, this is the podcast for you. It is hosted by Anna and Karen and it is hilarious. Now, I've never read the Sweet Valley High books because I had boys. So there'd be no, <laughs> you know, a it was the Beano, no nothing. <laughs> uh, and when you were a kid, of course, you 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 didn't have time to read Sweet Valley High. You were no. too busy being the Shaka Khan of Glass Nevin. Uh, listen to you. <laughs> 
This is how it's always been. Double Love is a podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. Join me, Anna Carey. And me, Karen Moynihan. As we revisit one of the maddest series of books ever written or ghostwritten. If you ever read about Elizabeth and Jessica, the perfect blonde Wakefield twins, then you might enjoy listening to us absolutely tearing them to shreds. Affectionately, of course. Of course. And even if you didn't, there's still plenty of drama, kidnapping, stolen boyfriends and school dances to entertain you. Find us on the Headstuff Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts. Neve, we have a problem. Oh. This is unrelated to festivals. Okay. However. (laughs) (laughs) Does it have a sniff of it? (laughs) This has a whiff of a gin-fueled stroll to a tent. (laughs) Okay. Does it have bad words in it? There are some bad words, so I'll read it. it. Because we'd hate your national treasure status to be called into question. Um. Thank you so much for the podcast. I love that you are friends as I liked you both separately. And it was so funny to learn that you were such good friends. <laughs> long sentence. <laughs> Your show was my saviour over Christmas last year. And it's only now I have something to write in with. Um, my sister is getting married this September in Texas. Not the real place, but it works. <laughs> okay, so far she, away probably. Yeah, okay, so far away and a bit. And hot. And a bit, you know. Possibly with barbecues. Yeah. There's, okay. a, there's a bit of, there's an element there, okay. let's just say. She moved there about six years ago and met a very wealthy total bellend. <laughs> okay. Might be worth taking a bellend count. <laughs> okay. Because this, <laughs> this letter goes deep. Uh, it's great that she met someone she likes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's the most passive aggressive thing I've ever heard in a long time. <laughs> That's a proper, we know where this is going now. <laughs> It's great that he it's great that she met someone she likes, but he is an absolute dose, like total dose. Last Christmas Bellend and his Bellend family came over to Ireland to meet me and my dad. I hated them. They were so annoying and I felt they were looking down their noses at us the whole time. Both of his brothers came over and wouldn't you know it, I ended up shifting one of them. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, and, may- and maybe even a bit of dry rice. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But sure, it was Christmas, Garage, and he was a bit of a ride. <laughs> she recovered from her <laughs> finding them so in. <laughs> she had a momentary lapse. Yeah, yeah. she's making the best of a bad the situation. Line, the battle lines were drawn, but she fell over them. <laughs> Uh, my sister has said that she finds the family hard going, but she is madly in love with her husband-to-be. She also says that she hopes I will visit them a lot when they are married. They're loaded, so have offered to pay my flights. <laughs> Not a fucking hope, correct? <laughs> I love my sister, but there's no way I'm going to do that travelling each year. Uh, the world is too big to be going to Texas every year. I don't know how to break to her because she is already pressing me for dates. Also, not sure about the brother. What do you think? My, like, uh, my favourite bit is just at the very end here. She says, Denise, brackets, you might as well use my real name. I doubt she listens. <laughs> Denise. Well, I, I just have... I love... Uh, 
did you read over this letter and go, yeah, it's nothing there. There's nothing for me. <laughs> that sums it up there. Yeah. I mean, I could go back and throw in a few bit of punctuation, but no, I won't bother. No, they, they get the gist. I don't. I I think it's impressive because I think she's. I reckon she's used bell end as an adjective and a verb. Yeah, <laughs> it is impressive. I mean, I'm not even sure what the question is. Well, she is obviously asking us what do we think about the brother. Yeah, and maybe about going to see her sister. I wonder how many times she's gone to see her in the last six years. Good point. I wouldn't be up on it. Like, I, I wouldn't be going, oh, well, uh, now you're married, I'll go and see you more. Yeah. Like, you know, that's if you've happening. only seen them twice, just twice is enough. Um, what's going on here is your sister's marrying somebody for money. <laughs> no, you can't say that. And you're wondering if you can do you it too. You can't say it. You can't say that. That's not true. Well, she says, well, there's no question about the brother. She's like, also, not sure about the brother. What do you think? Well, she said he was a bit of a ride. Well, if he's a bit of a ride and he's wealthy... <laughs> He, uh, just because one brother's wealthy doesn't mean he is. Actually, fair point. I would definitely check fair for point. some statements first. Yeah, look, well, <laughs> listen, anytime you go into a relationship after a certain age, you want to see a tax return. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I am in love with you. Everything is perfect, but I will need to Are see. Are you financially stable? Two wages slips in a P60. What's your take? I don't know. I <laughs> My take is, I wonder, does Denise really believe that her sister is happy? Is she worried about her sister, do you think? Yeah, I think I think maybe what's happened here is her sister has found someone she loves yeah. and a lifestyle that she likes. Of course. But... Will it be enough? Yeah. She's not sure whether she is actually... Whether her sister is committed to staying in Texas for the rest of her life. Yeah. Which is fair enough, like, because I think when you meet someone abroad and you... You know, you kind of wonder, well, is this it now? Yeah, well, it's different because, <clears throat> you know, I live away from home. <laughs> you do. You know, it's only 100 miles and I can drive home anytime I want. But the point is, when I moved, my mother took to the bed for about three days. And, you know, <laughs> because it was a big deal because all my sisters yeah, still yeah. live around. Same. And, and actually, weirdly, you know, I mean, you only moved across the city now, I'm not going to lie. I live I live 12 minutes. If I go to the tunnel, I can be home in 12 yeah, minutes. And I'd say every second time I'm at home, my mother will say, do you ever think you'll move back closer? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I live 108 miles away, right? And so it's like two hours for me to get to my family. And I can count on one hand how many times anybody's come to me. That's the one And thing. I don't yeah, mean yeah, that yeah, bad because yeah. they no, all no. mean it. And they same, same. and the very best, they have the best intentions. And it's not that. I recognise I'm the one who moved away. It's my job to come home. You know, yeah. and that's true. And we, you're always delighted to see them, but they don't. It's not in their agenda. No, no, go. no. It's not. Be- it's because so the you, majority of people live so close. Yeah, I think to be fair, how many times you've gone in the last six years, moderated based on that. If you haven't gone at all, shame on you. Go and see your sister for at least once. You can get over it. Yeah. Now, but it's interesting what she's saying there as well. And I think this does happen with people that move away. Yeah. They they feel this as well. In that you, they're living somewhere else, and they're kind of saying, "I'm not using." my holidays every single year to go, to go back home. to Ireland for no, two weeks. I, and rightly so. And yeah. rightly so. And I think that that could be something that maybe is being implied, Denise, that you'll do is that every year you'll go and spend a couple of weeks with your sister. And I would say you're you're right to flag it up front and go, do you know what? This isn't a wrong. I'm not doing this. No. Because it's expensive and it's very far away. Okay, and, they're going to pay for it. Oh, they're going to pay for it. Yeah. But, st- but even if even if you only get four weeks off a year. No, no, it's true. 
Denise, I wouldn't be feeling any major pressure. I don't think you are, actually. And I think maybe Grode is right. What you're worrying about is that your is your sister going to be happy? And more importantly, I think you're going to miss her. Exactly. But you're already missing her if she's away for six years. So, I think what you can do, right? And I think anyone who has a sibling get married, mm. it's all right to go, are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not the way I just did it there. <laughs> You sure? Like, don't be like, are you sure? This? You sure? No, but, really? but, but it's okay to have a conversation. Just be like, are you happy? Yeah, are you happy? Yeah, it's it's always a nice question. I yeah. Think, I think you should ask people that question. Yeah. Maybe she's just with somebody that's a bit nerdy, a bit square. He's a bit not not on your same wave. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no harm to ask her if she's happy. And if yeah. she's not, well, then encourage her to do something else about it. To be honest, I think she's more concerned about whether the brother... <laughs> Now, as for the brother, I would say you could ask him too. Look, if you're going, if you're going to meet him at the wedding, you know, get the vibe then. Get the vibe then. But look, it, what could be happening here is right, and this sometimes happens. Okay, and I think it happens with girls as well. Oh, I've seen this happen with a couple of friends. Right, is one person moves away to be with somebody, mm-hmm. and the next time somebody visits. Next time a friend visits, there's a man there that's like, oh, wouldn't he be great? And maybe you could fall for him and we'd move out to here. You know. Oh. Don't, like <laughs> Matchmaking. Yeah. If, okay. you're, if your sister misses you that much, don't, don't be, be under any illusions that she won't pimp you out. Be, be prepared. <laughs> be prepared. But now if he's um, good looking, you know, he's a bit of a ride. Yeah, enjoy and he's yourself. A few bob, sure, why not though? Yeah, enjoy you yourself. Know. But yeah, I wouldn't feel pressured, Denise. I think take a trip if it suits you. Yeah, but, but uh, do you know what I would do? What would you do? Is, I would be clear and say, you don't factor, like, Denise's sister shouldn't factor Denise being around no. into whether or not she can live in Texas. Yeah, I know. I've had that conversation with friends who moved away or, you know, wanted to move to different places out of the space. And I'd say to them, just be aware that you'll be the one coming home. You know, yeah. if if you're relying, you'll have to make your own life there. You do, you yeah. can't rely on other people to come and bring your life to you. No, <clears throat> it is no. true for it. Now I've I've had a great life, so it's not you know it's yeah, not a yeah. issue for me. But uh, you know the truth is that you you do have to make all the work. Yeah, and once every couple of years, you you know you can go over. Yeah, but but again, like you're young and you want to like as you said, you want to go see other places. Like if you're spending, you know, maybe they'd like to pay you to go there. Other places. Well, that's an interesting point. You know, meet us somewhere else. Meet her somewhere else. Yeah. Suggest she come and meet you for a holiday somewhere. Now you're talking. Hello. If he's rich, he'd probably be happy to do that. Yeah, look, send her off. Like, he probably had an affair when she's gone. But look, there'll be a divorce settlement. No prenup. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you should be discussing We're Irish Catholics. It's not (laughs) in our culture. (laughs) I'm never leaving you. But like, that is a really good point. Yeah. Say to her, Texas isn't happening mm. but you know what if you want to book flights to Miami or to, yeah. for us to meet there and we can have a nice week see now you're talking see now you're talking how practical are we we're very practical I amazing? think this is proper solid advice for it a is. woman who is clearly a functioning alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> she's not just because she used the word Bella in more than once <laughs> 
but it's the I first time uh, it's the first time anybody's used the word dry riding about me. I, I think this is our first dry riding. It is. <laughs> sure, yeah, it is. It is our first dry riding. Um, congratulations, Denise. Con- well, congratulations. To the club. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the Agony Rands Club. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not a dry riding kid. This is not how we roll. <laughs> I think we've helped. Have we covered everything Denise asked us? I think so. But you know what, Denise, if we haven't, you're more than welcome <laughs> to write in again. Yeah. Denise, write in any time. Don't wait so long to write the next problem because we absolutely love you. And what we're going to we're gonna do is we're going to sell our... Um, we want a follow-up. Yeah, we're going to sell a bonus episode. We'll just say, look, if you want to subscribe to Head Stuff Plus, <laughs> Denise has been in touch and it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's legendary I'd love um, it yeah let's know how it happens like yeah. I mean, when is the wedding she doesn't say when the wedding is no. does she no she doesn't um, let us know oh, if September. the wedding is happening oh September okay well listen we want to hear from you in October come on do you know what I'm actually going <laughs> to I'm going to keep this <laughs> right. I'm going to take a photograph of this as a reminder for me to get back in touch with you right sounds like a plan <laughs> if Denise was a Netflix series you'd be commissioning <laughs> season 2 and season 3 straight off the bat <laughs> We we technically are asking for other It's problems. a runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want more. We want more, Denise. We want to be a bigger presence in your life. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Yes, it was our joy once again. As always. And we'll see you next On this dark day. On this very dark day. Us. Yeah, help us through this. Listener's dark, choice. Dark, dark day. No, let Maeve. it go. Listener's choice, we may be redeemed yet. I'm I'm afraid to raise your hopes on that. I'll be honest with you, because I don't want <laughs> to have to go through this day I mean, again. We are, we, we are very successful. We are a big podcast. We, we are. Lots of people are listening to yes, us. Yes, we are. Which we are incredibly grateful for. Yes. And I'll be honest with you. I thought I'd do three episodes and then send her an email and go, "Listen, I'm bailing. It's not working." <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. We are where we are. We're power through. Have you something to say to me, girl? <laughs> no. We're having a ball. Okay. Good. But again, we never we never thought we'd have. This amount. as big as we have. It's no, it's wonderful. Like, it's absolutely brilliant. It is wonderful for us. But that said. <laughs> Why are we not in this? There are other podcasts out there that oh I'm sure have bigger God. listenerships that will win the Listener's Choice Award. <laughs> and I wish them all every success. The very best. Oh, I'm Bette Davis in the corner. <laughs> we'll chat to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.